For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Somebody Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. She was hired to fix DC's 911 problems. It was the worst I'd ever seen. But instead says she was fired for exposing the failures. The blame belongs in leadership. Now the I-team digs into what fueled the mayor's decision. Tonight on 7 News at 5. What's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. What up, Katie? How you doing? Good. I'm here. We're doing, We're doing it. it. We are doing it. Uh, a lot of turmoil out there. We are going to focus on the world of professional wrestling. Hopefully, this episode can find uh, give you a little bit of joy if you can find some left within your heart. We have a few things to talk about. Full disclosure... Not the craziest news week in professional wrestling. Turns out. As a matter of fact, one of the headlines I saw was Rhea Ripley has a new tattoo. And I'm like, that's where we are. We're on to new tattoos on Rhea Ripley. But we will be talking about Fighter Fest. That's in two weeks. We know two matches that have been scheduled. Super exciting. Of course, that's AEW. That'll be on TNT. That'll be a two-night event. It will be free. Not a $50 pay-per-view. Not that I'm complaining. I thought that Double or Nothing was well worth the price of admission once again. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's the beginning, first week of July, first and second week of July. And then we also have coming up NXT TakeOver in your house they're bringing back the old school in your house graphics i love it i love in your house those were the og pay-per-views they were the first pay-per-views that wwe started doing i might be speaking on a line there but i believe that's true they're bringing back that beautiful blue in your house nxt takeover we're gonna go through the card and pick our winners pick our losers i believe this pay-per-view um it could be on par with double or nothing if you just look at the lineup it has a lot of potential that is a bold statement sir considering wwe's recent track record of quality shows (laughs) wwe obviously the ratings have not been good across the board aew nxt or wwe raw or smackdown proper However, WWE, specifically SmackDown and Raw, man, even by the standard that we're going with, which we understand, no crowd, you're going to take a hit. 
audiences being yep. there. That's gonna that's huge. You're not uh, you, you're losing a, a a component of the show that is absolutely needed, especially in pro wrestling. I hate it when fans like the Seattle Seahawks fans when they pat themselves on the back and they're like, "We helped score the touchdown. We're the twelfth man." I'm like, "Well, technically, if you were the twelfth man, that would be a penalty, and then the touchdown would be revoked." <laughs> Second of all, you didn't do anything. <laughs> but when it comes to pro wrestling, fans do matter. And yeah. so obviously across the board, the ratings have been down. But even by that standard, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, damn, they are getting pile driven into the mat right now. And I'm sure they'll come back. But AEW, they've rebounded. They, uh, they, they uh, have kicked back out. And they're looking better than ever. Yeah, they've they've hit their stride because I think in AEW they encourage thinking outside of the box and doing things differently. But there's nothing more thinking inside the box than using the term "think out of the think outside of the box," Katie. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I could have come up with a better <laughs> analogy, and I didn't. Thinking outside of the ring, if you will. <laughs> Okay, I I will accept the change. I tried. We're all we're all working with what we've got these days. <laughs> so hopefully WWE is going to be able to uh, you know stick with it and get some storylines going. Right now, the biggest storyline, obviously, Drew McIntyre is still the man, and uh, they're pushing along forward with him. I hope that he gets a chance to wrestle in front of a crowd. I think he's doing a great job overall. It just seems like the captivating storylines. For me personally, and I believe for Katie, it's on NXT and it's on AEW right now. Again, all of these things will end up changing. I do wonder if Vince made a massive mistake in the Saturday Night Massacre, not the Richard Nixon one, the Vince McMahon version, when he just shit-canned tons and tons of wrestlers, including Mm -hmm. the now uh, back-in-the-ring Drake Maverick with NXT because Triple H stepped in and said, no, Drake is not fired. Maverick's my man. Triple H was a real goose to the Maverick in that situation. I think the only people, the people were watching because of Maverick. He had a story. He had an inherent real story. He was laid off from the company. Absolutely. He had shit to fight for. And it shows you, if you are a pro wrestler or getting into the business, how powerful promos can be. He literally was fired, cut a promo, and they rehired him. So it yeah. is, there is a lot of power in the promo words. It was all a work. It was all a work. Well, there <laughs> is some speculation. Some wrestlers have taken the Twitter and sort of criticized Vince for... The way he handled the firings, saying that he is messing with people's lives. This is not cute. This is people's paycheck. This is money uh, in their pocket. It's food on their table. It's their life. If you don't have money, you don't have health insurance, you know the deal. So I do think that Vince was a little flippant with the firings to begin with. I'm just wondering, did he get rid of the right people? I don't know. Like I kind of miss Eric Rowan. I miss Rusev. But... Who am I? Who am I other than I, Benjamin I mean, Grant Kissel? He, there's a, you, you look back at decisions Vince has made, and there are more marks in the bad idea file than there are good idea file, in my humble opinion. Like, I don't, he's so quick to pull the trigger on anything. Just like, ah, fucking, let's, we have to open up cap. Well, you see, we, I don't, I don't agree fully. I think that Vince has had some great ideas. Um, the only one that we truly argue over is should the pay-per-view have gone on 
after Owen Hart died in the ring. <laughs> All right, well, let's break down the card for NXT TakeOver in your house. NXT Championship, we got Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. This is going to be in a back lot brawl. Now, Katie and I were talking before the show. Obviously, Velveteen Dream got into a bit of sticky water. He was in a bit of trouble regarding some Instagram photos, whether he sent them or not. I haven't really, I've tried to follow up on it. Perhaps he really was hacked. Nonetheless, he is still wrestling. They did not cancel him. Uh, He is in the ring. And I mean, honestly, he is an incredible wrestler. So Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream in a backlot brawl. Uh, I think that this match, if it, if they do channel again the classic backlot brawl between Goldust and Piper, if they do channel what we've been seeing in AEW with some of the kick-ass violent um, no DQ matches like what we saw with Mox and the Exalted One, Brody Lee, this match has a lot of potential to be incredible. I mean, the athletes. I mean, the talent in this is it's ta- it's the best on the card. It's they're so. Good. Adam Cole will always put on a good show. He's such a performer. Yes. Uh, same with same same with Velveteen Dream. He's a great worker. I don't think by any means that uh, that he should win. I think he's still too much of a liability, like with everything going on. But uh, with like the history, it does seem as if all of that has sort of been swept under the rug again. I guess you can always just pick that rug up and find all the dirt all over again, especially in the modern era. This match, interestingly enough, has been pre-taped. It's pre-recorded. I believe they may have already shot it, as a matter of fact, in Orlando, mm-hmm. where everything is going down these days. It's a party. And they are going with the cinematic style that we saw with with Taker, with The Fiend, AJ, they're going with obviously the entire money in the bank, climbing to the top of the building. They're going with that same cinematic style. These two dudes in that kind of world, I think they could. Vel- I would really like good. to see what Velveteen Dreams' world is. Yeah, let's let's break that open. Yeah, let's break open the brain. That's the one thing I'm really loving about the cinematic sort of um, matches that we've been able to see because of the quarantine. You get to know the characters on a different level, and you get to sort of really immerse yourself into, like, what's the mind of the Velveteen mm-hmm. Dream all about? What is Adam Cole? Like, what's his world look like? So I think if they do this well, and WWE, as I was just crapping all over them, but they have had a good history thus far of putting on these cinematic-style matches, and I'm enjoying their um, their sort of... Uh, experimenting with a different form of pro wrestling, which is really what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And they have the talent and they have, more importantly, they have the money and time to do it properly and to and to make it look good and to really lean into what this match is, what their stories are, who we're, who we're involved with, and really like dig in and see like and, and script it so it's compelling as opposed to sometimes uh, an afterthought, if you will. Um, yes. Like oh shit, we have a match due tomorrow. Like this, it, this seems like a, they're gonna take their time. They're gonna do it right, and right. both of these guys aren't gonna put on a bad show. No, they're gonna crush it. They will. Now, I, this is adjacent to NXT, but I do want to talk about what's going on with Randy Orton and Edge. I believe this will be at Backlash. They're billing this as the greatest wrestling match ever. 
which seems like they are setting themselves up for an immense amount of failure, especially given the last Randy Orton and Edge match, which it wasn't like horrible. It was that was one where you needed the crowd. Maybe the crowd needed to be there so they could have listened and been a little bit more aware of pacing because I just felt like that match was like slow and it was a lot of like one hitting down. I'm like forever. It It was like the longest. I think it was like I want to. I could be miss. I might be misspeaking here, but it was like 37, 47, 37 (laughs) minutes. It was super long. Oh, my God. Get over yourself. Like we got it. You can wrestle still. Okay. So my question to you, Katie, do you think in the greatest wrestling match of all time, which or the greatest wrestling match ever, which if I'm a wrestler, you can't just say it's going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. You got to let the audience be like, that was the greatest wrestling match ever. It's a little a little presumptuous by Edge and Orton. Not that they can't do it. But do you think WWE is going to go with the cinematic style for that match as opposed to what we saw with the um with the no rules uh false count anywhere match that they had? I don't know. That's a really good question. It seems like it's the only way to ensure that it's the greatest wrestling match ever. I mean, like like I said, I don't trust anything the WWE says. So, my my loyalty with them has been so uh, like up and down over the years. Like I don't I, I can't imagine they're going to shock us with something in, incredible, like the greatest match of all time. You say it's the greatest match of all time after you've seen the match. That's you don't I, go I in know. saying this is going to be the best. But maybe if they have it, if they can edit it and make it the greatest match ever, which again, I don't know how you do that. Um, the greatest matches of all time are organic. They are organic. Uh, you look at Hell in a Cell, you look at just some of the most amazing matches in the history of professional wrestling and Magic happens, you know, um, Bret Hart flipping with Stone Cold Steve Austin in the I Quit match. Magic just happens. Uh, You can't predict when the magic is going to happen. And when you do, (laughs) you oftentimes set yourself up for failure. But maybe, maybe Edge and Orton, they are two in-ring geniuses. Maybe they do got it all figured out. To me, the greatest match of all time and widely regarded as one of the greatest matches of all time is Kenny Omega and Okada. Like yes. at Wrestle Kingdom, you're. I can't imagine they're going to do anything even remotely close <laughs> to anything that either of those incredible athletes are capable of doing. These are big, two big dudes that do power moves and occasionally uh, a high flyer move. Oh, I don't even want to see Edge get up there anymore. Oh my don't man! Don't hurt yourself, Edge. You're beautiful don't, man. Don't even try it. Don't, he please. shouldn't even be trying to do the greatest match of all time. He should just be enjoying <laughs> the fact that he's still wrestling. He's back after nine years. Enjoy it. Like uh, why? Why give put a, put this pressure on yourself, Edge? It's not gonna work. Has he watched the Undertaker? documentary at all he's in it again last ride if you haven't seen the last ride yet please check it out on the wwe network which we did say get last week and uh, we told you that you could cancel it but apparently somebody at wwe listens and uh you can no longer cancel after 30 days (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys i think they found out that was a massive loophole in their subscription policy and they've decided that now you just have to have it if you get it bullshit I'm not, I don't agree with this at all. Someone, the guys, shoot us an email at kindoffunlpn.com or at gmail.com. And we'll, and if, you, if you know a workaround, 
Let us know. Absolutely. <laughs> kind of fun. LPN at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. So that is uh, adjacent to what's going on in the NXT. Edge and Orton. I hope they haven't set themselves up for failure. I would not be surprised if it's shot in the cinematic way that we have seen previous matches now. Uh, and perhaps with good editing and proper scripting and ability to sort of work pace in post, maybe they could pull something off that is at the very least a good match so we can say, you did it. You did the it. The goodest match of all time. The goodest match of all time. There we go. And I'm not I'm not going to sit here and dump on either of those two. The rated R superstar and Randy Orton. Those guys are goats. But my God, they set themselves up for a lot of expectation. All right, <laughs> let's go back to In Your House, the North American Championship, Keith Lee versus Johnny, Mr. Wrestling Gargano. Oh, my God, it's going to be so good. I'm so excited about this. I had a chance to meet with Keith Lee um, at an event here in Queens, and he is, first of all, talk about a person that the crowd loves. He I has love these people eating out of his hands. They are birds eating all the seeds that he is planting in their hearts. He had a line across the entire arena. Obviously, he was there as sort of he was signing, you know, and things like that as, as um, this was, I believe, for evolution. Um, so it's sort of the. The developmental league evolve, evolve, yes, evolve the development league for WWE. I know how many do they have. They still <laughs> have a lot of development leagues, um, uh, but he could not have been nicer and kinder. He went into the ring at one point. The crowd just went crazy. He cut a great two-minute spot, and I just feel like Keith Lee, an underdog from the beginning. I love his story. I don't think anyone thought he was going to be as popular as he is. He doesn't really fit the classic mold of a yeah. of a, of he's a, got it. a WWE wrestler. Whatever it is, he's got he's got the X factor. He's got that that spark about him that just ignites yeah. with the crowd. And I like I've seen him a, a t over the years at PWG here in LA. Um, he has been a staple there. He was, he always put on a, he just, he, there's, I can't say anything bad about him. I absolutely adore him. I think he's an incredible athlete. Moreover, he's an incredible athlete for his size. He's a yes. big dude and he can yes, he still is. fucking move. Like he's, he's the, I just, I, I love him. I have hearts for him. So what do you think about this match? I'm very conflicted because obviously Gargano is, I mean, the dude's unbelievable. Um, who do you see winning this one? I I can't tell who. This is one of those matches where I could go with either. Part of me does kind of want Keith Lee to retain. Um, but I also feel that I'm saying that because I don't like to see titles change hands without fans. I want to see the fans' reaction to everything. Yeah. I, this one, I'm gonna I'm going to be a little Switzerland here. I'm going to be neutral. I don't know. I, I really, I love them both. You want everyone to win. I want one of them to win because you that has everyone. to happen. But I don't care if it's Mr. Wrestling or Keith Lee. I think they're, they, they're both great champions. And I think Gargano deserves the strap at this point. Also, he has been helping the NXT with his storyline with Tommaso Ciampa. Like he did keep NXT when it was, when the, yeah. when the apocalypse hit, when the plague hit, like their storyline, I think was 
extremely important for NXT to stay stable and to continue on because yeah. we had no idea what wrestling was going to look like. So he deserves a strap. Does he deserve Keith Lee's? That's up for debate. I I, I want to see because right now in NXT, um, Candice Candace has Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. They have they have their kind of heel uh, heel husband and wife team thing going, and I'm here for it so far. Until assuming they don't fuck it up, I'm yep. I'm typically against real life husband and wife tag teams or teams in general. Just because seems WWE to be the kiss of death, compl- doesn't complicated. it? Yes. yes, and like the guy always rescues the girl. Like it's always this like a dramatic bullshit. So far, they've been doing this right. Candice is one clean in most of her matches, aside from yes. like a couple heel moves here and there. Um, so I I want I want to see Keith Lee win, but I also know that regardless of who wins, this is going to be an incredible match. These guys have wrestled uh, in the Indies together. They yeah. know each other. They've worked together. They, they're going to kill it. And Johnny doesn't put on a bat. Like he's, I haven't seen a, a high stakes match with him that's been subpar since he's been in NXT. I agree. And so whatever that match is going to be, I uh, predict we will see something exciting, something well done. Hopefully it doesn't end in a disqualification. Maybe Candace does get involved. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I would love to see a clean finish, no matter how they get to it. I would like to see a clean finish because I think both Lee and Gargano Keith deserve Lee it. Keith with a clean finish? Oh, my God. It would be incredible. The fans across the world would scream, and whoever is allowed to watch NXT in the arena would also go a little bit wild. Uh, I would love to see Keith Lee win. I'm here for Keith Lee. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Well, I mentioned Rhea Ripley before. She has a new tattoo. Isn't that isn't you don't that, say? Isn't that final? wait? Did you did you did you scroll past the headline? Do we know what kind of tattoo it is? You want me to? <laughs> I literally mocked how stupid the headline was because I, the, I. You want me to? All right. You want to know what kind of Rhea Ripley tattoo it is? All I right. mean, Rhea Ripley new tattoo. All right. Are you excited? It is okay. It is. It's a Wendigo. Oh boy! It, she got a Wendigo tattoo on her leg. Are you? Are do you feel satisfied? Do you feel smarter now? Honestly, I I thought it was going to be something uh, more more flashy, but that's cool. To be fair, it's a super cool <laughs> tattoo. I love the Wendigo tattoo. It's quite it covers a lot of her leg. Rhea Ripley, of course. I also <laughs> got to meet her at Evolve, and she is incredible. Her and her husband, super sweet. She is unbelievably 
perfectly sculpted. She is like, if I, if she was a Wisconsin, if she was Wisconsin butter, she would be like the perfect butter cow that they always make for the state fair. Perfectly oh. sculpted, great udders. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I will say that was way better than thinking outside of the box. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she has a Wendigo tattoo. That's so awesome. <laughs> Good on you. Go. Get that ink, girl. And live, live your life. Great. But more importantly, she has a match <laughs> with Charlotte Flair, who is, of course, now the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, I was watching her last night or this past Wednesday on NXT. Charlotte's doing her thing. Am I a huge fan of her having the NXT championship belt? I'm just going to tell you I'm not. I don't love I don't love Charlotte on NXT. I wish that she would have stayed on Raw or SmackDown. I feel like they got it. I think they put Charlotte there because Vince was like, "Oh, I don't know. We better we need uh, I don't know. We need ratings. I'm not sure if we can trust these new ladies out there." I I love Charlotte. Not dissing on her whatsoever. I just like her on Raw or SmackDown better than NXT. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, Charlotte Flair, she is the champ. She will be going against Rhea Ripley, newly tattooed, and Io Shirai. See that? I, I nailed it. I nailed it. Io Shirai. You got it. Unbelievable. Uh, so this match, I want Rhea Ripley to win just because I'm a huge Rhea Ripley fan, and I want her to win everything, and I'm in love with her. And if she listens to this, please, I know you're married, but if anything happens... I will get in. The, I will sit on my treadmill. I will I don't, not the treadmill, but I got a rowing machine. I'm gonna start using it. I can flag. I'll get a muscle, Amen. and uh, you know we can be a match made in in some kind of bizarre Wendy's. I I'm, I I co-sign this. I want to be friends with her too. So you do the work, and then I'll like just reap the benefits. Perfect. I love that. <laughs> I mean, maybe I think in order for this to work, though, Katie. I need you got to have the lady vouch. I'll wingman for you for sure. You got to have the lady be like, "Oh, he's not the worst." Yes, he's, he's yes, he's kind he's of an idiot, tolerable. but he's not the worst. He's tolerable. <laughs> That's the best a man can do is be tolerable. So I I just need I need a wing a wing lady otherwise I'm doomed. I got you. You only get one shot. I got you. You only get one shot. So thank you. So Charlotte Flair, Ripley, Shirai, I'm going Ripley. What do you think? What do you expect to see in this match? I'm going upset, out of nowhere, Io Shirai. Really? She a bad bitch? She a bad bitch? Yeah, man, she is I so good. That. And builds a story between, like, let Charlotte go back to the main roster. Um, yes. And build a story between Io and Rhea. I think that could be fucking baller. I'm down with that. I know Charlotte has... I mean, obviously spending a lot of time on NXT, but she has made appearances on like all three shows. She is yeah. she is extremely freaking busy. And I don't at some point she's gonna burn out. I don't know. Vince just Vince Vince drive he drives his cars until they break down and then he just throws them away. Yeah. So hopefully Charlotte's gonna be able to uh do everything that she's currently doing. Um, although I would say NXT is fine. Of course, Shirai, she was able to get this opportunity because she won a ladder match. Um, uh, she this this match was uh, she won by disqualification. So it's uh yeah, I am excited for this match as well. And I think that Charlotte Flair, no matter what happens, is not going to be leaving. Takeover. In your house, mm. the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, that's my prediction as well. I, Whether it be I'm- Ripley or Shirai. I think she's she's had it. She did a good job of 
of, of promoting Rhea Ripley and Shirai and the women's division in NXT, but at some point, is she helping or hurting more? Don't you think like the reason that she started, the reason that she got into this feud with Ripley, which is kind of what everyone was speculating was going to happen because obviously Ripley's the next big thing. Physically, they match up perfectly. Oh, yeah. They're both big. They're strong. Um, really similar in ring in some ways. I think Ripley is a little bit more of a brawler, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I think her in-ring ability, I'm not going to say it's better, but I, I think there's something very smooth about it, and I really love it. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but at some point, when when do you think Charlotte having this strap, the NXT Women's Championship strap, hurts more than it helps? It's no longer promoting. Is she now like putting a cap on the success of other people? Yes, Absolutely. I, I absolutely think that. I, I don't think you can have main roster guys come in and beat the living shit out of your NXT team just to make your main roster guys look good. Like, it doesn't right. make sense. You you And they don't do it all the time. But in, no. in Charlotte's case, she came in and she, you know, kicked ass. Uh, everyone put up a fight and they looked good and they had good matches. But ultimately, Charlotte prevailed. And I think at this point, it's just like, wh- we know we know who Charlotte is. Like give give the roster some chance. Like give them some give them a place to play. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So hopefully Charlotte, um, whatever. I don't want to say hopefully, but I think she can have any championship she She'll wants. She'll be fine. She will be just fine. Also, you don't need a belt all the time. Yeah, like you can't have one all the time. Sorry. Um, so yes, I I am with you. I would love to see a bit of a sea change in the NXT women's division because as we're seeing with the AEW women's division, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say that they are currently doing better. I think they are doing better work in AEW's women's division. But Katie, what do you think? Uh, uh you know, it for a while I would disagree with you. I think right now they're getting there. They're almost there. I like their roster. I like what they've built their roster into. I think the skill on the roster is really good. The in-ring skill is really good. I think character work still needs, like mic work still needs a little love on some of their some of their main players. Um, and it, But it was hit and miss there for a minute. Like they didn't have the best women. They had great talent, but they right. hadn't really filled out the roster to uh, be like a well-rounded uh, division, if you will, like a to rival. This past Wednesday, I was watching AEW and uh, the dentist, which I got a oh lot of blowback God. from dentists. They are doctors. I understand. You did. I got emails. <laughs> <laughs> but what they're doing with Brit, with Brit now, you know, she's got the injury. They're really playing it up. You know, she's coming in. She was uh, sort of on a elevated platform, a chair, uh, intervening in a match. Uh, she got into a feud. She is doing, she's like still, she's doing some great character work. And the fact that yes. they could have um, Penelope Ford come in and and replace her at the last minute and still have a competent match. Like they're, they're getting a solid roster and they're yeah. getting enough women that if one goes down, the next one can step up and it's going to be a competent match. Maybe not as good as it could have been, mm-hmm. but you know, that, that, that happens with men and women. Absolutely. No, I, I agree with you. It's a, it's a good roster. It's a good division. I think if we're going roster to roster and a direct comparison, in a shocking turn of events, WWE NXT still has the, the uh, uh, a vaster, a wider net on right. the women's division. There's and, and every single one of them 
are 1,000%. Like, they can all go. They all have skills. They check all the boxes. Right. Most of, like, mo- a good majority of them check all the boxes. I think that NXT is, or I think AEW is getting there. They've got right. some good staples, but they're not quite, it's not, you can't, they're not quite a standalone division quite yet, if that makes any sense. Okay, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Ciampa, he is going against Karrion Cross. Uh, now this the feud so the Gargano Champa feud is is done with. I think that it had a full story arc and I think they did a good job with it. What do you think about about where Tommaso is right now? Maybe I am uh, wrong about this, but I just feel like is he getting lost in the shuffle of NXT right now, or do you feel like they're still so. do you feel like they're still promoting him enough? Like where is the championship match? Where is the push? Why isn't he getting what Gargano is getting? Why isn't he getting, you know, certain things that other wrestlers we see in NXT getting? I feel he is one of these people who is being who has always been underrated. And I think the mm-hmm. WWE doesn't know what to do all the time with super cerebral, scary characters. When he yeah. came out initially with no crowd, or with no sound, oh, no music, so just the booze of the crowd, it was maybe the greatest entrance ever. And obviously now he has music, uh, and he did before there was no crowd. Um, they, they gave him the music. But there was something so ominous, something so scary about him. Obviously the injury set him back. We know all of that. He seems to be back 100%. You're never 100%, but he's back as close as he can be. I could go for more Champa. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. I I I absolutely not to make bad podcast content, but I absolutely agree with you. I do think he's getting lost. I think that he had the bar. He had him and Johnny set the bar so high, so high. for good for a good quality rivalry that spanned years, and it was. So good and so fun and emotionally, fans were. Inv- I was invested. Oh my god, I was crying. There, they and every single, every single uh, takeover match they had was going to. They were gonna go balls to the wall, and you know, it, you knew it was gonna be good. It, 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 you could have easily been like, "This is gonna be the greatest match of all time." <laughs> like, right? That is greatest what match ever. Like, like it's so. They were so good together. So I think. I think now that we're on the backside of that storyline, right. I absolutely think that they're trying to figure out. You can't recreate the chemistry that him and Johnny have. It's not possible. He's going to have to find something else. Do you think the powers that be, obviously NXT, we're talking Triple H, Shawn Michaels has a lot of uh, a lot of voice within the locker room. And I think for the most part, I feel as if Shawn Michaels, and this is just speculation just from the podcast I listened to, I feel like he has a lot of respect in the locker room. And I, he yeah. does seem to be really wanting to help the development of these wrestlers. There's nothing he's not. He doesn't have any skin in the game for himself. You know, he's he doesn't he's not. His ego is gone. Like Shawn Michaels has reformed his ego. Um, mm-hmm. He's, you know, really trying to help out these people as much as possible. Is the is it possible that they don't know if Chompa do they trust? Do they not trust that Chompa can have? A ten out of ten, a Dave Meltzer five star match without Gargano. I don't know. 
Like I, I, I it's so hard to say because that's the only issue when you have these great matches with one other person. The only problem is sometimes in the minds of the people who do the booking, who you know uh, sign the paychecks. Sometimes they'll be like, "Well, that storyline's done. Yeah, you're a great wrestler, but let you got to do it all over again." And Ciampa mm-hmm. is not a spring chicken. Dude's about 35 years old. He's been at this for a minute. Serious injury. Or do you just say you have job security, you will be a mid-card guy, you are going mm-hmm. to be a great mid-card wrestler, and we, we trust that you can, you can hold down the fort and you can have a long career, but I'm sorry, you're not going to get another major push because we just can't envision you having a style of match on level, on par with what you already did with Gargano. That's my only concern for Ciampa right yeah. now is that they don't recognize how great he can be with others. And this is why this match uh, versus Karrion Cross, who's another great wrestler, um, this this match I think matters. I think this match matters to Ciampa, and I, I'm rooting for him. I want him to win. I want it to be a great match. And I think he really needs one to get back into the main fold of NXT. No, yeah, and I think I, the, the nice thing about this is that for viewers or like new for people who don't follow the follow the indies, uh, Killer Cross, Karrion Cross, he's an indie guy, and these guys have again they've rest, they've had chemistry in the ring before. They have a history. They know each other. They've wrestled outside of WWE. Um, I think that I think that you'll start to see like I think this match is going to be good because because they know each other because they are they all run in the same circles. Um, but I think you're right. I do think that. And Tommaso is is another one that doesn't have bad matches. Like no. he doesn't, he and he knows how to make. He's gonna make Killer Cross, uh, Carrying Cross, look good. I keep calling him his indie name. Yeah, I wish they could just keep the same name. It would make our lives a lot easier. I know, seriously. <laughs> but I guess there's it. It was Killer Cross, so I get like why they Killer Cross, Carrying Cross, Killer Cross is great. Carrying Cross is difficult. Like okay, like. Let's just change the whole name. Like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. I, I hear it. I think that he is Champa is a is a competent wrestler. They know exactly what he's going to be able to do. They know that he's going to deliver. And I want him in the not so distant future. Maybe when the crowds come back, because the crowds are going to want him. He is so over. It also feels a little bit like WWE because we haven't had the crowd. For what, two months, three months now? Yeah. They might be losing, they might be misunderstanding or forgetting what the crowd's reaction was to certain people. I said the minute crowds come back, they're going to have to, they're going to go either overtime or they're going to have to like cut matches because people are forgetting how much wrestlers don't actually do at live shows because they're waiting for crowd. Like there's so much time. Like for like the the booze and the cheers yep. and like there have been times where a crowd has held the show for ten minutes yep. just cheering. So like the, like I think that there's definitely gonna be like a like a reentry kind of like oh shit like oh that's right we have to find a rhythm again. Yeah, and of course Cross had attacked uh, Choppa. That's sort of the storyline with that pretty simple storyline. It's the exact same storyline as what we're seeing in the next match with Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Finn Balor, another guy, love him. 
I would love to see him on the main roster again, but I also like him in NXT. For some reason, he also he fits there great. He can, um, that's where he cut his teeth. He does more. He yeah. does more. Uh, the abs, the man is... I'm not even going to go so into... So many abs. Just so many abs. Just so I didn't know that you could have so many abs. We've talked about this before. It's like you can fry an egg. Hello. Like, wow, you have a skillet for for a stomach. Like, it's very hot. Um, so that's Finn. I don't, I don't want to get aroused. I'm not trying to get aroused, and I'm not into that's that match. Fair. I'm not into him like that. I'm into him because he is physically beautiful. Um, all right. So Finn Balor versus Damian. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Priest. Damien Priest attacks Finn Balor behind the scenes. Backstage brawl ensued. I want to see Finn win this match. I want to see Finn do everything. And that's the thing with this. As we're going through this card, Katie, the one thing that strikes me, and I know this is NXT, but the one thing that is striking me is I don't have the exact same excitement as I felt with Double or Nothing. I don't feel like, holy shit, what are we going to see in every one of these matches? Maybe this is cynical or maybe it's lame. I don't know. More gimmick matches. I could go for more gimmick matches in I these mean, weird ass times. Like when we see the money in the bank, when we see these people fighting uh, to the top of Titan Tower, when we see a football stadium that has a, a, a 10 man uh, battle let's get going weird, on. Man. Get let's weird, man. Now's with the it. time to get weird. That's my thing. Is, <laughs> as we were looking over this, I was looking over this last night. That was my only concern. I'm like, what about like a, I don't know, a bees, Matt? Release the bees. I don't know. Just do something, anything. I'm I'm kind of overseeing wrestling inside of a ring. And I don't yeah. mean that like I'm just like, no, I can see that when it comes back. Go run around an empty stadium. Go run around a parking lot with no cars in it because there's nobody out of their house. Go do something. Go do something fucking weird. Let's get weird with it. Get weird with it. Obviously, we have the backlot brawl again between the Dream and Cole. But yeah, I know. Like, what can this match? What can Damian and Finn? Unreal, just incredible. But I just expect it to be a wrestling match, and I guess I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled. You know, we are spoiled. When you see when you see what Finn does in the ring, and you're like, how didn't you kill that man when you stomped on him? How does that work? I don't get the math. I know it's like magic. It's like there's a whole thing going on. <laughs> and I you still don't understand. That punch, I have yeah. No idea how it happens, how not everyone is dead. I get it. But Finn Balor in hell. I don't know. Be the demon. Like, 
Come on, do something, please. Bring the demon back. That's a good call. Bring the demon. I want to see the demon versus the fiend. That's a wet dream for a lot of us wrestling nerds, especially horror wrestling nerds. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that. But, again, it will be Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. And then, lastly, Shotzi Blackheart, who is dope. Uh, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, uh, Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Also a uh, a match that will be happening. I and uh, it should be love this card. Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be as you were talking about, Katie. We're going to see the wi- the women's division on NXT in your house is going to be on full display. It's and Shotzi Blackheart. She's uh, she's a, a a there's a independent promotion out of Northern California called Hood Slam, and I saw her there. Oh and yes, she, I thought. Oh my god, it's so much fun. It's so badass. It's very uh, not kid-friendly by any means. No, it's very slam, much adult But wrestling. you know there's a bunch of kids at it because you got to sneak into that. That was my favorite <laughs> growing so up when you fun. would just go to the backyard wrestling matches outside of the uh, outside of the bar. And, you know, you were supposed to be 21 and all that stuff. But I was just like, I'm tall and fat and 15. Does that count? And they're like, get over here, big one. Uh, you would, you know, get... It's- Get your uh, older buddy show. to get you a beer and stuff like that. You're your friend with the fake ID. You're just watching people get hammered, bloody as hell. And you always look and you're like, that's a five-year-old watching this. At some point, you're For like, sure. who brought that's this a, kid? Somebody, somebody wound kid. up bringing their kid after all. <laughs> I, I, Not to side story too much, but side up too much. I, uh, I got very uh, drunk at a Hood Slam show <laughs> like a few years Perfect. ago. And Joey Ryan gave me his blow pop. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that sweet? Everyone looked at me like I was the crazy person. I was like, I know where it's been. I shot a documentary with the guy. Yeah, the man that <laughs> his finisher involves his penis. Do you think that he's going to, is he ever going to change the finisher? Well, right now he's on impact and he's, and he's in like a cancel culture bit. So he's okay. not doing it as much. Uh, but I do think they're going to wind up bringing it back because it's, it, 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 it's hilarious. Bring it's still back funny. the cack. I've said it before. Yep. I'll say it again. Bring back the cack. But this card is amazing. Sorry. I agree. <laughs> I I agree with that. And of course, the Joey Ryan documentary that will be out soon. We've been talking about this documentary forever, and I know it seems longer. It's much longer for you, but that just no, it's, it's not it's not an easy process creating anything. Isn't that isn't that fun? Yeah, and then like legal gets involved, and then they have questions about stuff, and you're like, Psh, legal, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, I hate that word. I hate the word. I hate what they do. They're the worst. They really slow shit down. Uh, but we've hopefully have good news soon on the horizon for it to be accessible for people. Hopefully soon. I hope. Absolutely, and that's all we can do in this day and age is hope. Yeah. Real quick, before we before we move on from this match, the one thing that I do want to say about the the women's match, uh, tag team match, is I think what's awesome about this card is that, in my opinion, every single one of these women can have phenomenal standalone storylines. Every mm-hmm. single one of them. There, there's not one that's like carrying someone else. There's bigger names on here, absolutely, but as far as character and skill set, they're all. So good, and they they could all do standalone matches. Well, who would you? What team would you like to see win out of this uh, female tag team? Oh no, I can't go against Candice LeRae because she's in our documentary. So I have to say, oh, Candace personal LeRae. reasons. So you're going <laughs> Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. 
But uh, I also love Mia Yim. Mia Yim is fucking. She's so cal. She's got such a good gimmick. Like she's 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 got a real gimmick. Is she's the best. Shotzi Blackheart. I I can't. Um, I want everyone to win. You can't. You can't have that, Katie. <laughs> I want everyone to win. Then everyone loses. <laughs> have you not seen the Big Johnson T-shirts? Second place is first place loser. I haven't seen a Big Johnson T-shirt since like 1996. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I haven't either. For those that aren't exactly our age, Big Johnson shirts were <laughs> sexual puns uh, that often often involve sport as well. So they would be like they were always available at like your at your local tackle and bait shop. Yeah, well they're cool. Spencer Gifts had some, and uh, yeah, the guy would be like two two seconds left, two balls in your hands. You have to come on her face. I don't know the exact verbiage that they used, but it was always a sexual euphemism. It was close. Yeah, yeah something like that. All right. Just lastly, before we get to our match from the past, let's talk about the two matches that we have booked for AEW's. Fighter Fest. Now, again, this will be free. This will be on TNT. It will be a two-night event, uh, early July. We only have the two matches figured out. Uh, They've only announced two matches. That's AEW Tag Team Champions Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page. They're going to take on Best Friends. And then we have Brian Cage, who is going to take on Mox for the AEW World title. Um, I have to confess and apologize when it comes to Brian Cage, I watched him again. I watched some of his uh, some of his earlier work on YouTube. He's great. He's a very good wrestler. He's there's a reason they call him the machine. Yes, I get it. Um, still too big for me to lie, but that's fine. But that's okay because that's those people need. He's a he's a Wolverine. He's he's, he's a beast. He's all muscle. He's one hundred percent uncomfortably all muscle. I also for some reason. I have to be able to feel like I could hang out with people. I'm like selfish, I think. So I feel like I could hang out with Mox. I feel like I mean he's you know, I don't know if we're gonna get along. I feel like I can just yeah, like man. hang out with Mox. Get a beer with him. Get a beer. Brian, I just think like I can't deal with the smartwatch beeping. Oh, I have to have my ten almonds. I can't. But that's a lifestyle thing, and I shouldn't judge him based upon the fact that we have two different ideas of what brings joy to to ourselves. There's nothing relatable about Brian Cage, and that's what's going to make him a great wrestler. That's what it is. I don't relate to him at all. That's what that was. No, that's you shouldn't. The word There's nothing relatable for. about him. In fact, I was just having this conversation with uh, James, husband James, uh, about I was kind of coming down, and I am probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I was coming down on The Rock because his neck. You think his neck is too big? No. But as not as a super recently, but in his previous, uh, you know, like the quarantine streams and stuff like that, like he was trying so and it's adorable (laughs) how hard he's trying to be relatable. And I, I, I absolutely I adore it. I think it is a great quality to have when you're that rich and famous is to give it give relatability and a good effort. Yeah. But you're the rock. Like you shouldn't be relatable. You are. You are. You it's not are, You're the rock. The reason that you're not relatable is because you're better than everyone. Because you're better than everyone. Like you has more talent yeah. in his pinky finger than most people will ever see or even be around their entire lives. Right. He shouldn't need to be relatable. You know that's but why. I get it. That I is why I like it. Charles Barkley. Can't play golf. He's a little fat. He's funny. Charles Barkley, I can relate to. The Rock, relatable. Not, not so much. I wanna. I I wish I could relate to The Rock, but I can't. 
You have to the the, the muscle the muscle the guys who just have that as their culture. I mean, I I love it, man. And I those it's another it's a whole the world is an interesting place with many different shades. And you can really have any different life that you want to have on this one globe of ours. And their life is insane. They wake up at 4.30 in the morning after knowing every single thing that's in their body. I don't think I've ever woken up and known every single thing that's inside of my body. No. Like by the time that I've finished eating at midnight, um, doing whatever, tequila, whatever it might be. I don't know. If you told me right now, I was like, I think I have a pound of spaghetti and... um, Pop Easily. chips. Brian um, no Cage is the type of person that can tell you, and and you know when you look at the nutritional value thing on the back of the. I don't even look because like, I don't even know what it all yeah, means. Most of the time on processed stuff, it's got a bunch of chemicals and all sorts of shit that no one can pronounce. No, or that's not even even remotely close to having reasonable. You have to be a freaking doctor. Yeah, Brian Cage is the type of person that can tell you what those chemicals do to your body. Anyway, I hope Mox beats him at Fighter Fest. That's all I'm going to say, just because I think Mox is a great champion. He's relatable. And as we saw in the kayfabe sense, he can beat big guys. Brody Lee, he can move. Brody Lee's a hoss. Two, two refrigerators running down a staircase. Two refrigerators running down a staircase. Mox can handle it. He can take out the big guns. If anyone's going to beat Brian Cage, I think John Moxley can do it. So I'm going for Mox. Although the way that they have presented Brian Cage as this unbeatable machine, as Katie said, maybe they do just straight up push him all the way to the top. I think it's and give him the. Strap. I do think it's too soon for Brian. I think it's too soon. It's too soon. But I do love that Taz is his mouthpiece because Taz holy shit, Taz is amazing. Taz is one of the greatest talkers in the history He's of professional wrestling. Such a good talker. He is unreal. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think it would. I think if they gave it to Cage. It would be deflating. It's too soon. I think it's too soon as well. And they're going to protect the belt. I think they're going to continue to p- protect that that championship. Belt. Also, where is the TNT Championship new belt? Because Cody is still holding the red the red dinky one. I had my heart kind of skipped. I was like, why? I need to. I'll, is I'll it seriously lost my, in the mail still? I'll check with my sources and see what's going on with the belt. What is that? I Just promise. get the damn Next belt. I, I can make you a belt. Good grief. Kenny Omega. Uh, Adam Hangman Page, not a true tag team uh, in the sense that obviously they are the tag team champions, but in the sense that those are individual wrestlers who they brought together. They're going to go against best friends. Um, I, I don't see best friends winning this. I think Hangman and uh, and Omega win. And honestly, for being in, they remind me of um, the Hollywood Blondes, Pillman and Austin, where it's mm-hmm. like both of these dudes had great careers. They were all rolling. Slam them together, make a tag team out of them. But at least they gave them the strap, and they are—they're working very well together. But it, it feels like some of the criticism of AEW, if we're gonna—if we're gonna give any, is their use of Omega. Why isn't? Oh, it, what, it, come on, just get the. It hurts. Why isn't a tag team? I love Hangman Page also, but why isn't a tag team right now? I—I I, I don't quite get it. I, I, but I assume they're gonna beat the best friends. Yeah, and then you know it might be—it might be kind of a product of the everything that's going on in the world. Um, but well, I guess maybe not because they were a tag team before coronavirus. But regardless, um, I I think I it does hurt my heart to see Kenny in a fairly meaningless tag team match. Let's be honest. Yeah, I want to see Kenny fight for. I want to see Kenny do Kenny. I agree. I agree. He's so good. 
I mean, he's he's so good. He's he doesn't move like gravity. He doesn't just he doesn't move like everybody else. It's it's hard to no. describe. You just have to watch him. And if you haven't seen Kenny Omega yet, go watch those Wrestle Kingdoms. Watch the New Japan matches to just to get a sense of what he was doing then. And his matches are still great. But I, yeah. it it does seem to me a little bit like a waste of unbelievable talent. But as we've talked about previously on this show, he's got a long contract with AEW. They see him as a company man. He ain't going anywhere. So it's just yeah. a matter of time before he yeah. gets uh, before he gets a be massive, massive push. All right. So that's Fighter Fest. That'll be two weeks from now. And of course, uh, NXT TakeOver in your house. That'll be on Sunday. So make sure you watch that. But before we go, let's do one of our segments there here that we love on the show. The match from the past. Katie, what are we going to be listening to? Okay, so I went down a bit of a rabbit hole over the weekend. Okay, good. Um, for like good women's matches uh, from kind of back in the day. Like the like quality women's matches. And one that I found that kind of was under the radar, in my humble opinion, was Trish Stratus, Lita, and Jazz from WrestleMania 18. Woo! Trish Stratus, by the way, t- she was trending on Twitter today, I saw, which I Uh-oh. don't look at very often. And everyone's like, oh, I thought, did she say something horrible? And it's like, no, people were just reminding us how beautiful she is. That was like she's, literally the whole thing. She's, and this match, like, and and I, you know, women's wrestling in the last, over the last, up until like 2014-ish, um, didn't have the best reputation. But there was a blip yeah. in time. Where Lita and Trish were changing the game, but also, and like I feel like she's often forgotten, is Jazz. Jazz is a fucking phenomenal athlete. Um, she she was with WWE from like 2002 to 2000, a few years. I don't know when she left. Okay. Um, she held the women's belt, and this is a this is her defending the belt at WrestleMania. And it was such a fucking it, I I forgot I I forgot that women's wrestling for had a, had a moment in time right. pre current era where it wasn't just tits and ass. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, there was nothing wrong with the tits and ass era either. Let's not be rude. Um, all right, yeah, everyone. That's true. You're absolutely enjoy, right. Enjoy this match from the past. Jazz has been. Uh, Oh, I'm taking out of the equation, at least for the moment. Look at how hard Trish is fighting back against Lita here. Oh, the ladies, their heads cracked together. Lita and, Je- and, uh, and Trish's heads just cracked together. Jazz now. Last time she was whistled that was right before a train hit her. Oh, backslide. Look at the backslide. And another near ball played by Trish. Watch it! Watch it! There goes Jazz. Lita elevates Jazz on the top rope. Lita and Trish now. This is not good for Jazz. Either one of these girls win this thing right here. Jazz is the big loser. And they, the lady that wins it is the women's goal. Man, you talking about. That is not satisfying to me, Jazz. A split decision. 
what? I mean, her oh, legs, Jeff. one went east, one went west. And then she went, the rest of them went south. I know it. Alita's going north. Look! Oh, Chris. Oh! Chris back up. Jerking Lita off there. Lita stranded. Oh, shot by Jazz. And now Jazz climbing up to that second rope. Wait a second. Good What a fisherman suplex off the turnbuckle. Okay, that was match from the past. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Kind of Fun. We'll keep you up to date on all the biggest wrestling news. Uh, Rhea Ripley, if she gets a new tattoo, we will let you know because that's huge Uh-oh. news. It is a big tattoo, so I kind we'll of understand. We'll send an alert to your phone. Yes, we will send an alert <laughs> we'll send an right alert after I get my curfew alert. Uh, I'll find out what new tattoo Rhea Ripley has. That'll be pretty exciting. Um, but thank you all so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Also, if you want our t-shirt, go to Last Podcast Merch com. We got our kind of fun shirt out there. If you want to create any fan art, please send it our way. We always love to look at everything. Uh, ben Kissel one on Instagram. Katie, your Instagram. My Instagram's the Battle Cat. The Battle Cat. So check us out on Instagram. Uh, send us art, whatever you want to do. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. We love talking and wrestling with you. And of course, you can always reach out on Twitter as well with your thoughts on uh, a wrestler that you want us to cover. Uh, a match you want us to see, whatever it is, please reach out, yeah. let us know. And uh, we can't wait until we can go watch wrestling live again. It could happen. I just saw they opened up casinos in Vegas, so we're getting there. They all, they also opened up casinos in Vegas. The fire alarm went off and literally no one moved. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all, you know what? We are all just the dog in the burning building saying everything good. is fine. I get it. All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.